What's up, everybody? This is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, and welcome to the recap of NXT. And, of course, ladies and gentlemen, joining me on The Boochcast, he is the NXT correspondent. He's been woken. Yep. He's been broken. Absolutely. And now he's just broke. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back to The Boochcast, the one, the only, the broke soulless ginger, Mr. Zach Scott. What's up, dude and dude? That's just me, the broke solo ginger, Zach Scott. Daily speaking, I'm not that broke yet, per se. I am not drinking tonight. Shocker! And this car tonight was bad. <laughs> I think you you weren't you were not were you not entertained? 
I was not entertained at all, sir. <laughs> you know, although I will say this, you know what the most entertaining thing about this entire show overall, before we get into all the details, is... Let me guess, the phone call was a phone call between Santo as the wannabe Pablo as no, the no, 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 not yet. Don't, don't, don't jump ahead here. I'm talking about the overall show, not one particular <laughs> segment. Let's not jump ahead here, okay? Don't get, don't, you know, don't get squirrely on me. Uh, the thing I, I'm saying makes hilarious is, as you guys know, one other person that's affiliated with the Booch cast is a gentleman by the name of Gator oh, Ricky shit. Ross. And Gator <laughs> has said on record over and over and over and over again, and I'm sure in the classic <laughs> pay-per-view reviews that are coming up in the next few weeks and the ones that he and I are going to be recording later, you're going to hear more of this. Gator has such a hatred for women's wrestling. He doesn't think women belong in the ring, period. He wants them to just be valets. He's even gone as far as to say he wanted to be barefoot and pregnant. Here's the thing. Half of this fucking show was all women's matches. I know, right? I so <laughs> wanted Gator to watch this. Did he call you? No. He's been messaging me about other stupid shit, but I'm just saying there was no, it was half this show was women's wrestling. And I'm like, God, I wish Gator was watching this. He would, yeah, Mr. Ginger, he would throw things. <laughs> He's going to throw things. <laughs> Oh, God. Okay. Do not start this. I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I just want to get that out of myself. But, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to dive into NXT right now and all the craziness. We're going to kick things off with our first official match of the evening for the NXT Women's Tag Team Titles. Toxic Attraction with Mandy Rose defend the titles against Roxanne Perez and Wendy Chu. Um, This was a good opening match. I thought it was okay. And, and, uh... Me? Eh, no, I liked it. I, I enjoyed it too. I, you knew Toxic Traction, everybody was going to retain. Uh, the bitch in pajamas <clears throat> and uh, Roxanne Press were not going to win. No, so just, but it was still entertaining. Was, and Wendy Chu showed that, yes, despite the fact that she's wearing pajamas, she can still work. That's very true, Chu. She can. But that, it was a good opening match. It was it a was. good start. It was a yeah. very good start. It did what it needed to do. It opened the show it did, it did. and it set the tone. And that's really what an opening match is supposed to do. It's not designed to steal the show. It's designed to get you excited for the rest of the show. But it didn't get me that excited. Now, I'm just saying, it, it failed in that regard, but it was it did what it was designed. It did a little bit of what it was designed to do. And then, of course, after yes. the match, they, um, you know, Jew attacks Rose again. All of Tatsuka's all of Tatsuka attraction stomps out Wendy Chu, and they all stand tall. And she basically, uh, they say, "You will never look like me." Why do I get the feeling this is going to lead to Wendy Chu getting a women's title shot? If that happens, God forbid. Oh, if it happens, <laughs> oh my God, I want to see it. <laughs> I would love to see Wendy Chu win that fucking title. <laughs> I would. I'm not gonna lie, because I a I know it's gonna piss a lot of people off. One but, person in particular. But b like I said, <laughs> Wendy Chu can work. Yes, that's something we need, I, we need. That's something that we all need to keep in mind. Look, we know this gimmick is goofy. We know this is fucked up. We know that she's in there for comedic purposes. But people need to understand she can work. This isn't one of those comedy people that can't work a match or is sloppy or botches. Wendy does none of that. Wendy legit knows how to work. She's a great wrestler. She just happens to wear pajamas and has a goofy gimmick. Now, some people can't see past the goofy gimmick. And to those people, I say, grow the fuck up. But... I'm saying, if she had a goofy gimmick and couldn't work, I would hate this gimmick with everything I got. But because she knows how to work, 
I respect her. That's why I would love to see that happen. It'd be so fucking interesting. Yeah, I looked her up. She's five foot two. So the way she wrestles everybody is like, it makes fucking sense. Especially, I uh, like it when she does her, like, little sleeping, when she does, like, lays up down on top of her opponent. But it, once again, it was entertaining and toxic traction, stand dominance. And if Wendy 2 wins that title, I'm going to laugh my ass off. Yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> now, of course. All right, moving on. Yes, of course, we cut to earlier today. We see Tiffany Stratton and Grayson Waller going shopping take his mind off his loss to Nathan Fraser. And I gotta uh, say, they're perfect for each other. Th- those two are two peas in a fucking pod. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, granted, it's not interesting. Oh, yeah, they're walking around with shopping bags in their hand. But I just, this whole time, all I'm thinking is this: these two are perfect for each other. That's all I'm thinking. They got that great couples vibe. Yeah, they are perfect for each other. They do. They do. They do. They do. They do. And on that okay. note, we cut to the backstage area where we see Roderick Strong, who gets interrupted by the Creed brothers. Uh, Julius and Brutus are going to face the Viking Raiders again, but they want to win the right way. Strong tells Julius and Brutus there's a new member of Diamond Mind, uh, Damon Kemp. Creeds aren't happy. New members are supposed to be group decisions. Strong says not anymore. Kemp walks in and the um. Then this is going to be mutiny here soon. Really? I think uh, the Creed brothers are going to leave the Diamond Mind. Yeah, I, I, I got a feeling that's probably going to happen. I mean, I was like, uh, okay. And Broder Spawn brings this new guy. He actually, he did, they did win because of him. But where the Creed brothers are, the face, they wanted to win, you know, clean. But they didn't. So they basically said, you stay out of our way. Next week, we're going to take this care of our on our own. Yeah. Especially. Yeah, apparently he's a graduate of the University of Minnesota. He has some type of background. I think he has like an MMA background or something. I think he used to work at NXT UK. And that's where he was at from here. I think that's where Kemp is from. Either way, mm-hmm. here's the thing. Obviously the Vic the, the you know the the you know the Creed brothers aren't happy with the interference, but you know, here's the way I see it. If you're the leader of a faction, you should be allowed to make all the decisions. There, there's no, but I, I, when was, I'm sorry, in factions, there's no democracy. There's a leader and the leader calls the shots. Like, oh, we have to vote on these things. What fucking vote? I'm sorry. Is this the aces and eights? No, this isn't a club. It's a faction with a leader. Leader makes decisions. That's true. If the leader wants to recruit somebody. They recruit somebody. What kind of bullshit is that? So I'm, I'm trying to, I, I mean, like, I, like the only, the only place that ever should have done voting, the only faction that ever did that was the Aces and Eights. And it's only because their gimmick was a motorcycle bike club. And that's how bike clubs did it. They had meetings and they voted. But the president could break a tie with a final say. So that made sense. In this regard, no. It's like, no, I'm the leader. Call the shots. I want this guy in the group. He's in the fucking group. So I thought that whole segment was dumb and going to lead to the end of Diamond Match. Without Malcolm Bivens, why do we even have this faction in the first place? Then, of course, we cut to an in-ring segment with Joe Gacy. Joe was in the ring with two druids. Gacy says their expansion has begun, and these two have proven themselves. And Gacy invites Braun Breaker to join the movement. Did you see the beginning of the show? You forgot to bring this up, the little opening segment with Joe Gacy. What about it? Uh, we, you didn't bring it up. That right there just uh, is literally showing that he's gone. Like, we're all let's keep Joe Gacy goes. Let's let's keep it a happy place to now where he's like being possessed by the devil. Oh no! But this right here, he's basically saved by Stu Druids. He challenged Braun Breaker for the title once again, and we'll go from there. Well, no, 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 no. The challenge isn't for next week. Next week, Braun Breaker is supposed to come out and see. We find out whether or not he accepts 
to join Gacy's Girl. faction. Either he's going to join the faction or he's going to say no, and this could lead to another NXT championship match between the two. Because uh, I think there's a there's I think there's an NXT event called in, I think they have an in your house coming, which. I think is odd. I don't know when this is. Some people are saying it's next month. Some people are saying it's July. I've heard rumors that it may or may not be during SummerSlam weekend, but I heard they're probably off on that. It could be next month. I don't know. Either way, they're doing a NXT in your house, and I know that because, and I go, I'm kind of jumping ahead here, but I'll just say it because it's not really a hurting result. It says that uh, Cameron Grimes and Carmelo Hayes are supposed to go one-on-one for the North title of this house event, which they have not advertised. I'm going to find dates. I'm sure in the next couple announce it, but so it could be that brought. Braun Breaker and Gacy have a rematch there. I don't see any reason why these two would fight a second time because unless Breaker's, Breaker shouldn't be dropping the title unless he's getting called up, but he's still it's still too soon for him to be getting called up because he's still inexperienced. So I, w- I wish they would bring in somebody from Raw to work with him and give him a new challenge or whatever. Uh, anyway, what I like about Gacy is the fact that they're starting to change his gimmick a little. Yeah, that's true. Like, instead of the whole, you know, safe space, everything, now he's kind of becoming drunk with power and possessed. Very true, sir. Yeah, very, very, very true, sir. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Okay, yeah. then. Moving on. Joe Gacy, safe space man who's now drunk with power. In other words, still a liberal snowflake. And then we cut to the backstage oh, area with Saray, who asks Andre Chase if they Chase if they can turn this singles match into a mixed tag, and he agreed. Uh, do you even care? I actually like this segment. Oh, really? Here's yeah, why. First of all, Saray was yelling in Japanese. They at least had fucking subtitles. I also like the fact that Andre acknowledged what the hell is she talking about. And I like the fact that the, the, the that the, the valedictorian <laughs> could understand everything she was saying. Do you understand Japanese? Yeah, I got the Japanese class from 2 to 4, Monday to Thursday. You have a foreign language program? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That was funny. I like that. And then Saray basically saying, I want to I wanna get revenge, and I'm in. And Andre agrees and says, you know, I, I kind of I pick up what she's putting down. And then in Japanese, she goes, this is a teachable moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. It was good. That was fun. See, that's 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 a Japanese accent done right. I got subtitles. It was entertainment. One person understand. That was fun. I liked that. I enjoyed that segment. That was actually really funny. Moving on. Yes. Next, we reveal all the combatants in NXT Women's Breakout Tournaments. Uh, Nikita Lyons, Ariana Grace, Fallon Henley, Lone Jacobs. Roxanne Perez, Kiana James, Ash Legend, and Tatum Paxley. Some of these women we've already seen compete. Some of them we've never seen compete before. But then we get to the uh, next match of the evening. But what is the first match in this tournament, the Women's Breakout Tournament? We got Sloane Jacobs versus Fallon Henley. Uh, boring. Yeah. This was meh. Boring. Meh. I was like, okay, back and forth. And then, of course, you had the two dipshits outside cheering on and look like the guy's jerk-off hands doing mighty fine. But that's not the point. I thought this was boring as hell. One, two, three. Done. Yeah. Sloan, I don't know. So, what do you think of Sloan Jacobs? She's okay. She didn't really impress me. Something like I haven't seen before. Yeah. I mean, Fallon Henley, I kind of already know what she's capable of from the few matches that she's got. <clears throat> and... So I, I so I, I didn't really expect Sloan to win, but you know, but Fallon's really good. But Sloan was just yeah. she wasn't she she wasn't anything special. She, no. she needs to go back to performance center. She needs yeah, she does, and, and a new gimmick. True. So next, um, oh, then there, cut to uh, Legato no. del Fantasma, oh, there, here who we go. talks about you know uh, about the fact they they stole the uh, the uh, console Yeti. 
to uh, the dawn of NXT and uh, trying to justify their reason for doing that. Next thing you know, the uh, crews in the parking lot, Tony D'Angelo and the gang attack him and they do the typical Italian thing, which is put him in the trunk, take off. Like, like that old joke, I remember, it's like, you know, someone asked me one time, Vinny, you're Italian, say something in Italian. I said, get in the trunk. Fucking love that. Love the Italian attitude. Basically, two guys, the guy, like, rap, the guy trying to choke him in the front seat, the other guy coming out beating the shit out of him. I thought it was great. That's, they're, they're, they're Italians doing a typical Italian mafia stuff. Fucking brilliant. Yeah, of course they do. It takes two guys to beat the shit out of one person. They're called that cowardice. But I'm just saying. Hey. Hey. We ain't trying to win a fair fight. You're trying to do a beatdown. The the fucking difference. Yeah. See a beatdown when I give you a beatdown, you Italian greasy. Anyways, moving on. Hey. Hey. Start something you ain't intending to finish, my friend. Crossing a a line here you don't want to cross. You're crossing over a line that you don't want to cross with me. Don't play this game with me, son. Oh, what game you want to play? Checkers or chess? Hey, I always play (laughs) chess. That's why I come out on top. I always play checkers. That's why I'm the king. Nah, that's why you make too many mistakes. It's chess. It ain't checkers. Yeah, you make mistakes too. Okay, moving on. Yeah, so anyway, we move on to the next match of the evening. Uh, Amari Miller versus Alba Fire. Um, No, once again. You didn't enjoy this match? No, because as much as I like her Scottish, Abby Fire's voice talking really get irks me. You don't like her accent? I don't like the accent. I, I'm just coming from guy Scottish. Like, I don't know if she sounds like a dude or a chick. Okay, well, as a wrestler, let's, let's go with that. This isn't talking. This is a match. <clears throat> as a wrestler, she's dominant. It's just her voice just irks me. But she's a phenomenal worker. This was, if you want to call it that type of match. Abby Amir Miller put up a good fight, but. Pfft, you know who was going to win. This is a debut of her new character, her new gimmick. I don't know why they changed it, but I'm not the dude guys doing the fucking shitty ass running lady goddamn pokey. But I thought this was boring as shit moving on. Yeah, I mean, this is the kind of shit you would expect them to do on the main roster when you change somebody's name. But, you know, before that, it was, you know, not interesting. Like, there's no point in changing her name. Dumb. But I will say, I liked Amari Miller in this match. Like she, she up a good fight. yeah, she showed that she could work. She showed that she could fight. She showed that she's got she got some promise. I like Amari Miller. This was this is this is way better than the than the other match we saw. Oh fuck yeah, it was. Well, I don't know about the same. Yeah, and then of course uh, Solo Sequoia locks out uh, uh, Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams, and then we cut to a in ring segment with Solo Sequoia. Sequoia says it's supposed to be Williams and Hayes' time, but his but it's his time now. Sequoia wants a shot at the North American Championship. Cameron Grimes walks to the ring and promises to give Sequoia a shot after he beats Hayes at In Your House. Sequoia walks out. Williams and Hayes attack Grimes from behind. Sequoia eventually makes the save. Um, this was a good segment. This is probably one of the most entertaining things, really. Sequoia should be champion. If anything, if after all this debacle, I want Solo Sequoia to have that gold around his waist. Cameron Grimes had it for a while now. Carmelo Hayes doesn't need it. He needs to go for the world title and or do a tag team with Trick Williams. It's just really common to have some fucking gold how good that kid is. Okay. Here's the thing. I'm already bored with this whole fucking thing. I am. It's like, it's like, okay, we got Carmelo Hayes again. It's Cameron Grimes again. And once again, Sequoia is saying, I get next. Now, here's the question. Is he actually going to get next? 
Or is this going to turn into another triple threat match or whatever the fuck? They're not going to do two triple threat matches. I wouldn't put it past them. I would have put it past them, but that wouldn't make sense. Zach, this is WWE. Nothing makes sense in this company. Nothing. Got it. Nothing makes sense anymore. This is all 50 Shades of Fucked Up. And I'm just like, this is goddamn ridiculous. I'm tired of seeing it. I'm tired of it. This is what happens when you do all these roster cuts. It, eventually, the same people just keep fighting, fighting, fighting. You can't interchange anybody. It's like, right now, if anything, I'd rather see Solo Sequoia and Cameron Grimes go at it. That's what I'd rather see as Solo take the title. Now, get rid of Carmelo Hayes. Put him in the NXT title picture or make him and Trick. That's it. Him and Trick can be the tag team champs, okay? A hell of a lot Which better than Pretty be Deadly. So, anyway, fed up with that shit. We move on. Next thing we know, we got Santos Escobar and uh, Tony D'Angelo as uh, they're basically doing the whole me, who's me, you know who this is, me, what's up, they're having a conversation, and basically they're doing a little trade because they've got Cruz and, you know, they got uh, AJ Delante. Basically, you give me my counsel Yeti, I give you back this guy, everything goes great. And then he talks about how making another move on me and all this other stuff. And then he says, Tony D, fuck you. And then flips the table. This right here was fan fucking tastic. This was great because this, you know what this reminds me of? I, you and me. <laughs> what? <laughs> what we get? It reminds me of you and me when we get mad at each other. Like, really? Really? Piss off. Like, having that cuss out conversation over the phone. And everyone says, fuck you. They hang up. You want to know what this reminded me of? Uh, a movie, I guess. Analyze this. Yeah, analyze this. I was like, I was like, with like, Robert De Niro yeah. and Billy Crystal. There's that scene where he's in, where Paul Vitti's in the hotel after the guy just tried to kill him, and he's trying so he's, to have a conversation with Primo on the phone, basically trying to forgive him for attempting to whack him, like try to get through his emotional needs. And then you know he's trying to say, hopefully, hopefully, and he goes, "You make one more move on me, you motherfucker! I'll cut your fucking balls off! I'll shove them up your fucking ass! I'll fucking bury you! I'll stick fucking ice picks in your eyes! I'll chop your fucking eyeballs! I'll send them to your fucking family so you can eat it for dessert! You understand me?" Hey, and Primo goes, "Hey, Paul, what? Fuck you! Fuck you me. motherfucker! That's literally that scene. Even the me who me who? You know me? It's me." Me, just me. How's it going? Like that's, that's it's literally that is right out of analyze this. That is literally the scene. I fucking loved it. <laughs> it was I'm, great. I'm like, oh my god, that was great. Even the <laughs> fuck you at the end. <laughs> I saw the, I repeated it. He was just waiting for it. I was like, I go fuck you. He goes fuck you. I was like, oh my god. I was like, wait a minute. Oh, I was like, this is great. This. <laughs> it was great. That was so awesome. That was okay, so okay. fucking awesome. All right. You good? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, that was great. That was great. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I was waiting for it. I mean, I love that shit. That's going to be great. So now they're going to have a match next week, and it's going to be fun. I, I personally, I would wait till In Your House to have this match. I would until the next week where they do the trade. Like, all right, here's here's Cruz, here's AJ, and they, you know, something happens and eventually they settle it. I don't like I don't like the fact they're wrestling next week. Like you you're already advertising pay-per-view. Let's bring it to the pay-per-view. This is an ongoing issue that I'm having with a lot of things. I think I may have already talked about on the other show, recap. But believe me, I'm gonna have some shit to say about that too. Crazy. What is it about wrestling today that they can't drag things out to the fucking pay-per-view? 
They don't want to make money, I guess. Yeah, there's something about these companies today. They don't want to make money. They don't want to make money. All right. Unbelievable. All right, moving on. Yeah, so you got Saray and Chase who make their way to, to enter the arena. And then you got uh, Bodie yeah. asks Chase if Saray is going to compete in suit. Chase shrugs. As they step through the gorilla, Saray is now in a wrestling gear. Chase's sweater is now blue. And Bodie is now in a wig with a crop top and booty shorts on. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? I, I, I completely misread just the way you just said it. Who the fuck <laughs> thought this was a good idea? Oh my god! Are you shitting me right now? Like this? This is the guy. Are, are you? I hope you're not trying to build this guy into a main event player because that just buried it right there. How much money is he getting paid? I guess enough. Jesus Christ. <laughs> the worst part is I can't even say I would never do anything like that because I was Karen on the going live show. But still, the fuck? <laughs> the fuck is wrong? Why? Why? Just there's no there's no reason, there's no rhyme to it. It's just that why? <laughs> Who in the creative meeting thought this was a genius idea? See, this is why Triple H needs to be there, to slap these dumbass ideas out of their fucking heads. Done. Yeah, all right. We move on to the next match of the evening. Andre Chase and Saray with Bodie Hayward versus Grayson (laughs) Waller and (laughs) Tiffany Stratton. Okay, Uh, I don't know what the hell this was. Do you have any idea what the hell this was? It was the mixed tag match from hell. That's what the fuck this was. Oh, God. Actually, actually, you know what it was? You know what it was? What? For the creative team, it was a teachable moment <laughs> on how not to book wrestling. That's what the fuck this shit was. A teachable moment on why you don't book, sh- on how not to book shitty wrestling. That's what the fuck this crock of shit was. Kind of like the Falcons. They do great. All right. We did great. All of a sudden, every next time, every next game, it turns out to be like this tonight. Hashtag 28-3. Dude, please, please don't compare this to the Falcons. Don't compare this to the Falcons. Jesus Christ. This match was was so fucking, it was horrible. It was dumb. It was an epic fail. This could have been a, yeah, it was a shitty. It could have been a great match. But they put too much stupidity and fuckery in it to make it not a great match. And then Saray pinned Stratton after a distraction from Hayward, which, you know, Mr. Crop Top booty shorts <laughs> over here. Like, it was such a drag. But anyway, it was such a fucking drag. In more ways than one, horrible. this was a drag. It was horrible. It was terrible. I never, I mean, I could put up with something, but this right here, I really wanted to fucking, like, gouge my eyes out. I was like, oh my god. I, I bet back in my head, Vinny, I fucking hate you. I hate you. I really do sometimes make big watches bullshit. You son of a bitch. Hey, you want, you wanted the job? Well, unfortunately, this is part of the job. Uh, bite me. Hey. Okay. I'm just saying, this is what you sign up for when you agree to be a, a correspondent on a wrestling show. You gotta watch. Sometimes you gotta watch crappy shit like this. Then we move on to the next match of the evening. We even want to call it that. Want to call it that? We got the next match, another women's breakout tournament match: Nikita right. Lions versus Ariana Grace. Uh, no. This wasn't a match. <laughs> this was not a match. 
All right, flippy, flippy, done, done, one, two, three, moving on. It wasn't even flippy, flippy. It was just Lita just basically dominated. Ariana barely showed anything of promise. And it just, again, she's someone who's not ready for TV, clearly. It's not a breakout moment for her. Take her and the other chick and send them back to the performance center. They ain't ready. They ain't about this life. And it's... It's one of those things where you try to defend women's wrestling, then you see a lot of shitty women's matches, and it it kills the whole defense. This was horrible. And this is the reality about women's wrestling. And nobody wants to hear it, but here it is. There is a place for women in wrestling. And and it is for more than just valet, even though that's still a great spot for a woman to be in. If you go to most wrestling shows, they will have one women's match on the card. Most indie shows. They do just enough to give you some ladies action but when they do put on women's wrestling they find the best women that actually know how to work and bring them into a show to showcase women's wrestling because there are some women who know how to work but a lot of them fucking suck there's a a handful of women that legit know how to wrestle legit know how to work and can put on good matches but it is a very 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 small group that's why this is why you can't have 50-50 on the card like this. And the only reason I'm okay with it today is cuz sometimes you need to see shit like this to understand that not every woman is a great wrestler and that's why if you're going to showcase women's wrestling, you need to only showcase the best. Or if you're going to put inexperienced women in there, put them in there with women who have experience so they can teach and someone can dictate the pacing of the match, expose the strengths and hide the weaknesses while they develop and they learn. So that's all I got to say about that. And uh, so Zach, if you have anything else to add, we're going to move on to the main event. Moving on. All right. We move on to our main event of the evening, Cora Jade versus Natalia. I enjoyed it somewhat. How about you? This was a decent main event. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was was not stellar at all. This is the first Mm -hmm. non-stellar main event in a long time. But it was decent. It got the job done. And I like the fact that Cora Jade didn't tap out. She passed out. Which I thought was odd. Why? How do you pass out from a sharpshooter? I... Maybe somebody needs to explain the human body to me a little bit more. I don't see how that move can cause a person to pass out. Selling? Yeah, I know she's selling. I'm talking about, Zach, believability. If you lock somebody in the sharpshooter, how is that person going to pass out? Maybe maybe it hurts more than it looks. Like the pain is so unbearable she passes out? I never understood that. Mm, I don't know. I wasn't the one getting it done to. I'm just saying, like, like for example, one time, um, like Ken Shamrock one time put Mankind in the ankle lock, and he passed out. Well, the reason he passed out was because he gave himself the mandible claw and knocked himself out so he wouldn't tap. Or, for example, now some people, now some people are going to say, well, Stone Cold was in the sharpshooter and he passed out. No, 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 no. When Austin passed out from the sharpshooter, he was bleeding profusely. So he didn't. He passed out from loss of blood, not necessarily the pain. It was more loss of blood. So he was at least bleeding at that time. So I don't, I don't get it. And sorry, it's not registering to me. Maybe somebody needs to medically explain this shit to me. Uh, if Gator was on here, maybe he could explain it. I don't know. I may ask him that on a future episode when we're talking. But I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Matter of fact, you think we should call Gator right now and ask him. No. Okay. We won't call him. We won't call him. Because right. you know how, no, 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 no. You take care of that yourself. I don't know. Uh-uh. What? 
I'm just going to ask him a quick to. question, then we'll hang up. He's not going to take over the whole damn show. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm going to do it. I'm a, I, need, I need to know this shit. I'm gonna, we're going we're gonna to take care of this right now. We're going to do this right now. Okay. I'm sorry. I need to know. Hey, Gator. Hello. Hey, uh, real quick. Uh, I got the phone over here. We, uh, we're doing the Boochcast right now, and we have a quick question we need to ask you because we need someone in the business to give us some kind of expertise because we're, we're confused on something. Yes? Uh, yes. Hold on one second. Uh, talk now. Yes, we are recording. Okay, I'm trying to see if it'll pick if the phone will pick you up. I don't know if it will. Okay, hold on. I'm trying it again. Trying it again. Uh, Gator, talk as loud as you can. Okay, the microphone's not moving, so I don't think they're going to be able to hear you. But um, that's the, the, it's not going to pick you up. It's just not going to pick you up. But I need to ask you a question anyway. I will relay it in the voice. Yes, uh, Gator. No. Um, how po- since you're in the business, explain logically. How is it possible for someone to pass out when locked in the sharpshooter? <laughs> what I want to know is the whole purpose of wrestling is to make me believe it's a real fight. If someone was legit for a shoot, locked in the sharpshooter, how and why would that make someone pass out? Okay, uh, Zach, have you ever been in so much pain that you blacked out? Yes, I have. Yes. I can tell everybody for a shoot I have blacked out when I was in pain. So it is impossible to to pass out in the sharpshooter from the unbearable, horrible, icky pain. All right. Okay, so I'm just saying that there, there, I'm just I, I'm relaying it in your voice, but because the reason we're asking is because in the main event, uh, Natalia locked in the sharpshooter on Cora Jade, and she passed out, and the ref rang the bell. Yes, so it, it's a way to get the baby face over. What what you do is the good the, the baby face or the hero. Uh, this is a way to get them over. Cause if a baby face taps out, then he's not over. Cause he gave up. And baby faces are not supposed to give up. They're not supposed to quit. So they pass out from the pain, cause it shows they're strong in their fighters and they don't give up. But just because you your will doesn't give up, doesn't mean your body won't quit on you. It's all about the breaking of the spirit. By not tapping out, it shows the spirit of the baby face. The fact that the baby face has a will to win, that it was broken, very much broken, by the fact that she passed out from the unbearable icky pain. Yes, broken. Not broken like Matt Hardy. Broken as in like, you know, a twig snapping in half. <laughs> yes, I, I see, I've done it before with the Cobra Cuts. Some people call it the million dollar dream. I still call it the Cobra Clutch, you know. Some people call it a sling blade. I call it a Kaiser blade. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yes, it's all about telling the underdog story of the baby fish. I get knocked down, but I get up again. That bitch will never keep me down. But the best part is, once I woke up, I made the pain go away by having a whiskey drink and a vodka drink. And tomorrow, I'll remember all the best times. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay, I had I, a bad I, day, I, another one down. Take your bad song, just to turn it around. I, I think that's the lyrics. I don't know. Um, do the bitches <laughs> think I'm sexy now? Anyway, what's the rest of the story? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I said, anyway, what else do I... Is there anything else we need to know about the sharpshooter? <laughs> Yes, she, but she the most she the most misleading thing about the sharpshooter is everyone thinks it puts pressure pressure on the legs. Uh, that is not the case. What it does is it puts pressure on the lower back. That's where the pain goes to. The the holding the legs is a means to an end. Yes, 
It basically gives you the same effect as like a Boston Crab or the Walls of Jericho. Yes. See, basically, you're taking a lot of pain throughout the match between bumps and everything else landing on your back. Then all of a sudden, a big, a big bitch named Natalia locks you in the sharpshooter, sits on your back, and now you're in a lot of pain because the back is hurting even more. And sometimes you just can't take the pain no more. And uh, that's when sometimes you go, you go night night. Yes, sometimes sometimes the pain can be so unbearable, uh, you get shocked and you pass out. And sometimes that can happen. Yes, and I got to say, uh, despite the fact that I've had things to say about women's wrestling, I'm very impressed. I'm very impressed with this because this is a very old school method that they're using in a modern way. And if done very correctly, this could get Cora Jade over and make her a top baby face. Actually, 90% of this card was women's wrestling. <laughs> yes, um, uh, yes, uh, I gotta tell you, um, I'm revising my opinion on women's wrestling after watching this. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm enjoying this. So, um, you know, yay for women's wrestling! <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> He's gonna <hurt> you. <laughs> I don't know. It's in, I don't know. It's in the voice. <laughs> the voice. Yes. Mr. Richard Wilcox. Mr. Richard Wilcox. Yes, I know. Son. I'm getting. Okay, okay, okay. I'm fucking around. I'm fucking around. Gator's opinion on women's wrestling hasn't changed. It should, but it hasn't. But it never will. Uh, I don't know. Maybe he'll change one day. People, people can. Uh, but anyway, yes, yes. At, at WrestleMania, I enjoyed the Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. They practically stole the show. If it wasn't for Cody and Seth, that'd have been the match of the night. Yes. See, I believe women can have legit contests, but I don't like when they do gimmick matches because it's not believable. Uh, yes. Apparently, it's not believable for women to pick up weapons and beat the shit out of each other. So, which is proof that I've never been married and had an angry wife who's chased me around the kitchen with a goddamn frying pan trying to kill me because <laughs> she's trying to figure out who the fuck is Jessica. And I'm like, I don't know nobody <laughs> named Jessica, but she don't care that I don't know anybody named Jessica. So she fucking <laughs> swings the frying pan at me. But no, women don't use weapons. That's not believable. <laughs> no, they don't at all. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I do know weapons are real. Ask Lorena Bobbitt's husband. Okay. <laughs> yes. See, if weapons can do significant damage to a man, it should damn near kill a woman. Is what I is what I'm trying to say. And it doesn't. That's why I don't believe in it. So yeah, I'm I'm getting your message across. I'm just having a little fun while I do it. Uh, but anyway, uh, but yeah, Gator, we're we're about to wrap the show up. We just wanted to get that your perspective on the sharpshooter because it was driving me nuts. But um. Yes, uh, I have no problem, Mr. Bucciarelli, uh, explaining the ways of the sharpshooter. I have no problem educating the young minds that listen to the cast of Booch, especially since I actually work at a wrestling school. So, uh, much like, see, I have learned in my travels uh, that if you do not teach, if you do not teach uh, the greenhorns, then the greenhorns will not learn, and therefore, if they do not learn, they will continue to shit on my business. So the only way to save my business is to be like Andre Chase and have teachable moments. Or be like Andre the Giant and just kill him. You know? Sometimes, sometimes that works. Sometimes you have to do that. Yes. Sometimes you have to be like Andre the Giant. Do not use the F word. Now we hug. <laughs> I, I, I can't. He's in an, I can't. He's on the phone. Bishop, you really need to hug the ginger. I can't hug the ginger. He's in another room. He's not here. He he wanted to stay at home. So anyway, um, 
Yes. Okay. So we're air hugging. We're all air hugging. Zach, Zach, hold out your arms. We're air hugging. We all air hug. Okay. Group hug. We're all good. All right. So. All right. We're done. All right. We're not girls. So Gator, uh, thanks. Thank you so much for your help on that. And uh, like I said, yes. And we're going to make. We'll get together at some point because I've I've seen a couple of the uh pay per views. We need to we need to, we need to start recording soon. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna do your gimmick. I'm just talking to you first right now. So we're going to be, what we're going to do is we're going to, at some point you and I need to get together. Cause I got, I just finished in your house, bad blood. And with an in your house coming up soon, that's probably going to be the first one I'm going to run a record, but I'm going through the list. So we're going to be ready soon. Yes. And this is the Gator and I'll see you later. Don't use the F word. Don't use the F word. Yes. And by F word, I do not mean fuck. We mean fake. Do not say fake. That is sacrilegious. Do not say fake. Fake is evil. Now we hug. Fake is evil. Now we hug. Yes. Saying, saying the word fake is unchristian, just like the Loch Ness Monster in North Dakota. Okay, Gator. All right, Gator. We'll see you later. Thank you. Bye. bye. All right. All right. That was Gator, ladies and gentlemen. I just got him off the phone, but uh, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to do the Gator voice because I couldn't get the audio to. I couldn't get any of the microphones to pick him up. So I had to, so I had to re, I had to translate for him in the in the Gator Ricky Ross voice. But and I took a few liberties because well I had to. Of course you do. So uh, that, ladies and gentlemen, will officially wrap up this episode of the Booch Cast. Uh, Zach, I appreciate you taking time out of your uh, busy schedule to join me today, and I look forward to having you back on for the next one. Absolutely, positively, icky, 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 icky. All right, so uh, make sure you guys uh, follow the Booch Cast. We are on Anchor. Anchor. Spotify. Spotify. Breaker. Breaker. Google Podcast. Google Podcast. And iHeartRadio. And our heart radio. Be your favorite hosting site and follow us there, or be a super fan and follow us on all five hosting sites. Also, like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash theboochcast. We have archived episodes of the show as well as great content. Make sure you guys check out uh, the latest episode of the male soap opera moment that was posted. Uh, the Wednesday and I gave our predictions for WrestleMania Backlash. Find out who was right, who was wrong on that crazy-ass fucking pay-per-view. And also, there's a bonus video you can check out that will be coming to the uh, Boochcast Facebook page soon where I talked about my experience as Vincenzo the Butler at uh, Game Changer Wrestling. So check those videos out. They will be on the Facebook page. One's already there. The other one coming soon. Also, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Boochcast. Get the latest tweets, photos, and videos. Uh, check out our YouTube channel with all of our YouTube video content. And, of course, hit that subscribe button and ring that bell to be notified when new content will be posted. Also, make sure you follow us on Twitch. Go to twitch.tv slash theboochcast. That's where we do our live wrestling watch parties. Our next watch party will be Saturday, July the 30th for WWE SummerSlam. That's right. SummerSlam coming at 8 p.m. on the Peacock. Uh, of course, if you don't have a Peacock subscription, there'll be a bootleg link we will send to you to check out so you can follow along with us. Now, there's one of two ways it's going to go. One, there could be one with me and Buff Bagwell. The only difference is uh, it will not be. We had a little change. Uh, Buff and I are not going to the Tampa Bay Comic Con. We decided not to go because instead we were invited by Conrad Thompson to go to StarCast in Nashville, Tennessee. So uh, Buff and I will be in Nashville, Tennessee this weekend. Now, a lot of the coming uh, pay-per-view reviews that have been scheduled and coming out in the next couple Mondays, they were all put out and recorded on the same day. Uh, so all of them are going to say Tampa Bay 
please ignore that part. We are not going to Tampa Bay. We are going to Nashville, Tennessee instead because we were invited by Conrad Thompson. So either Buff and I will be doing a watch party in Nashville or the Boochcast team here in Georgia will get together and they will do a watch party. But either way, there will be a watch party for you guys to check out Saturday, July the 30th. So be prepared. Also, make sure you check out our D&D show coming out later this year, as well as our Boochcast booking battle, the battle between myself and Elvis Delinsky. While we use the MyGM mode on WV2K22, air some matches on Twitch, and we will find out who is the better Booker Man. And, of course, uh, you can support the Boochcast by going to anchor.fm slash the Boochcast slash support. Become a supporter of the Boochcast. Support this podcast with a small monthly donation to help sustain future episodes. We have three levels you can donate at. The first level you can donate to is for $0.99 cents per month. This is for people out there who uh, don't have a lot of money to spend but still want to put a little skin in the game. Uh, we know you guys are hardworking men and women out there. The last thing we would ever ask you guys to do is break the bank or sacrifice a payment to help support the Boochcast. We would never do that to our fans. Don't ever feel guilt-tripped or pressured that you have to do this if you're unable to. If all you can do is listen to the show and spread the link to everyone you know and get our listeners up, then you are still doing a great service to us and we love you for it. But if you would still like to donate and put a little skin in the game, the 99 cents level is for you. Why is that? Because at the end of the day, it is 99 cents. It's not going to hurt you guys that much, but it's going to help us out a great deal because every little bit helps the Boochcast continue to thrive. Now, if you got some extra spending cash, we have the other level you can donate to, which is for about $4.99 per month. That's right. Same amount of money you would pay for a Peacock subscription. I know a lot of you guys out there aren't fans of the Peacock, so don't give them money. Give us money. We got better content than Peacock anyway. And the best part is we have the third and final level you can donate at, which is for a mere $9.99. Same amount of money we used to pay for a WWE Network subscription here in the United States. Ever since it was sold to the Peacock, got it where to put that $9.99. Take that $9.99. Bring it over here. We got better content in the network. And unlike the WWE, we actually care about our fans and are dedicated to giving the people what they want. We have the option of paying with a credit card or with GPay. And the best part is all the money we raise from the show goes back into the show in some capacity. We use the money to upgrade our equipment. We use it to bring in bigger name guests, pay our bills, and take care of the guys who work very hard on the air and off the air to make the Boochcast a success. So if you got a favorite co-host and you believe they're to be paid for their hard work, anchor.fm slash the Boochcast slash support is how you make that happen. And then if there's any money left over, any money at all, this is all said and done. We'll use the rest of it to feed Zach ramen noodles. Ooh. And we're trying. Oh, God. Try. I swear to God. I tried. This is so hard. So hard to do. Oh, yeah. Everybody's lining up. Oh, Curse yeah. We're trying. Fuck you. Okay. Go on. God. We're trying to get him laid. And until next time, there this is Vinny Bucci, a.k.a. The Booch, saying keep on living life and take care. This has been The Booch Cast. We'll talk to you guys next time. Until then, pizza, pizza baby. baby. Well, I see by the clock on a wall that it's time to bid you one and all. Goodbye. Goodbye. So long. So long. Farewell. Farewell. Adieu. Adieu. Be good. Stay well. Bye-bye. Keep warm. Relax. And eat. Take care. Stay loose. Adieu, mon vieux. À la prochaine. Goodbye till when we meet again.